Welcome to today's audio podcast from the Church at Bushland. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of the Church at Bushland and would like to enjoy more resources and weekly updates, we hope you will visit our website at thechurchatbushland.com or download our app for both iOS and Android devices by searching for The Church at Bushland. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment to let us know by emailing us at media at thechurchatbushland.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give. Man, look at somebody next to you and say, God is good. All right. Come on now. We've got to wake up a little bit. Look at somebody next to you and say, God is good. You know, um, I love the opportunity to get up and just proclaim the word of God. I want to thank our pastor. He asked me a few weeks ago. And can we just celebrate our pastor and his wife and family and just all they do for us? It is an honor and privilege to serve under and alongside. I love what God has done, is doing, and will continue to do. We are in a, a great place. But as he asked me a few weeks ago, actually the very first phrase I heard um, just in my spirit was, God will make a way when there seems like no way. How many of you know that that's not just a statement, it's not just a song, it's the truth? And I want to, I really do, I want to say this for everyone in the room today, okay? It's not just a truth for someone else. It's not just what God does for someone else. It's who God is and what he has done and is doing for you. Do you hear me? The enemy is a deceiver and a liar, and he will convince you that's for someone else. And I want to say to you, from God to you is his beautiful creation. No, he is your way maker. He is your miracle worker. He is your promise keeper. This is for you. And he loves to fulfill his promises in his word. And so I want you right now, just where you are, what is there that you are currently facing? We, we, man, we have great faith when we pray for others. But can I just agree with God? Well, we have great faith when we agree with God over our own life this morning. Amen. It's time that we realize the worth and value we have and the position we pray from. We have been seated in heavenly places. Sometimes we just got to get the right perspective again of how God sees our situation and not how we see it. Does that make sense to anybody this morning? And so right now, what situation are you currently facing that the enemy's convinced you it's, this is just too big? Or the enemy's convinced you you've just done too much? Or the enemy's convinced you deserve this? Can we, just, can we just agree there is mercy and grace, and his name is Jesus? And every one of us, surely what? Mercy and goodness will follow me, what? All the days of my life. That is for you. So I, I want us right now, just before we go any further, okay, I want you to connect with the heart of God as your father and just begin to agree, God, you are the way maker over this in my life. You are the miracle worker over this in my life. If there's a relationship right now that just, in your eyes, there's just no way this is ever going to be reconciled. I got good news for you this morning. The word of God says there is a way. His name is Jesus. He says he came to reconcile us first to God so that we can then, what, be reconciled one to another. 
Can we just agree that God is in the business of reconciling relationships? Can anybody just lift your hand right now? Was there a relationship that you thought would never be reconciled, and you're here today and can testify just by lifted hand, but God made a way when it seemed like there was no way? Come on, all over the room. Do you see it? Well, somebody who just feels like that can't be reconciled, will you grab a hold of some of their faith and some of that breakthrough? Can I just say this morning, what if in 2020 you're the vision that someone else needs to see that the door's open for them to enter into God's presence too? Can I say that to you again? I know with 2020 there's this word vision on it, but what if you're the one who helps bring vision? You're the one who helps light the path. You're the one who reminds them of the truth. You're the one. Jesus is the door, but can we just hold it open a little wider this morning? And just go, what he did is not just for everybody else, it's for you too. Can we just speak over our life? This is for me. We used to say that out loud. This is for me. He is my way maker. Say it out loud. He is my way maker. He is my miracle worker. He is my promise keeper. Listen, and it's not just what he does. It's who he is. It's who he is. And so until it comes, that's what I love about that song, Tupac's, and until he comes, he's still working. Did you know in the book of Daniel, verse t- chapter 10, you go read it. Daniel prayed and fasted until the breakthrough came. And you can go see, there's things that are going on in the unseen realm that we are unaware of. But listen to me, God's over that just like he's over this. Every knee will bow and every tongue confess what? That Jesus Christ is Lord. So we don't have to live in fear of what we don't know because we get to live in faith with the one we do know. That's our God. That's who he is. John 14, 6 just says, Jesus says, I, it's in red letters, all right? When it's in red letters, you better pay attention. Jesus says, I am what? The way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father but through me. He is still all we need. He is the answer over that, all right, in your past, over that in your present, and over that that's still to come. He's just that good. So I want to show us this morning just out of the word of God. I love that we have a pastor that preaches the word of God. Thank you, pastor, all right? Thank you so much. And so because Jesus is the word, it's the word made flesh. I want us to turn to Ephesians chapter 1. I want us to look at verses 4, 5, and 6. And so we're going we're gonna to cover some scriptures. I want us just to see in the, in the word who God is, all right? Not just what he does because he fulfills his word, but who he is. Because if we don't start there, we'll miss out on what he does for ourselves. We'll go, oh, he'll do that for somebody else, but he won't. No, this is who he is. This is just who he is. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 4, 5, and 6. And I'm, I'm reading from the Passion, so it might read a little differently, but it, I promise you this is God's heart in his word. And it says, and God chose us to be his very own joining us to himself even before he laid the foundation of the universe. Can you just tell somebody next to you, that is good news. Even before he laid the foundation of the world, you were chosen. You were chosen. So don't let the enemy convince you of your past. You convince him of his future. When he starts trying to meddle, you remind him, God chose me from the beginning of time. I heard this phrase, we can't mess up the plan of God. 
It's already been put in place and being fulfilled. We can't mess it up. All we can do is reject it. Did you hear what I just said? That's good news if you'll get your, your mind around that. There's a plan that God set in place, and you can't mess it up because why? He's sovereign, and is his sovereignty, he's given you a choice. I just want to say, let's stop taking our choice to reject the goodness and faithfulness of God because we feel like we're not worthy and don't approve. Does that make sense? Anybody, am I the only one the enemy tries to convince that I'm not worth it? Or that God must have been forsaken me, or he must have looked over me? Come on now. I heard the Lord say one time, he said, hey, the enemy, you cannot keep the enemy from being a deceiver and liar. That's what he always has been. He always will be. But I do have the power to agree with the truth and reject every lie. You were chosen from the beginning of time. It's always been in his plan that we would be in him and he would be in us. And so here, the gospel's simple this morning. The word is simple this morning. Then stop rejecting it for your life. Stop rejecting it for your destiny. Receive all of it. How many know that there's more? Come on. Mark preached a powerful message last weekend, didn't he, on the abundance. That's for you. There's a seat for you at the table. Will you just come and sit and let the Father feed you? Because he has unlimited resources. He gives his spirit without limit. Y'all, come on. Can we just praise the Lord any good? Like any good? Like this is who he is. Look what it goes on to say. So he chose us um, before the foundation of the universe. Because of his great love, he ordained us so that we would be seen as holy in his eyes with an unstained innocence. Will we just begin to see ourselves the way God sees us in this new year? Do you know how God sees you? As righteous, pure, and holy. You know how I know? Because Jesus was the righteousness of God. And because he paid, all right, and covered sin, past, present, and future. And because Jesus is righteous, I am righteous. Look at the person next to you and say, you're righteous. All right, come on. You are, you're righteous. And that's not a statement about me. That's a statement about him in me. So that wherever I go, the next choice I make is based upon what God says about me and not based upon what I think about myself. For it was always in his perfect plan to adopt us as his delightful children through our union with Jesus, the anointed one. So that his tremendous love that cascades over us would glorify his grace. For the same love he has for his beloved one, Jesus, he has for us. And this unfolding plan, here it is, brings him great pleasure. I'll say it again. All right? You, all right? Let me, let me make sure. We can't mess up, guys. And I know in your mind you're going, oh, no, I can mess it up. I can show you I've messed it up. No, God's plan's in place. All we can do is reject it. So I'm just wondering this morning in 2020, how many of you, as you move forward, let's magnify the plan that God set in place and not the failures that are in my past because the blood covers that, Amen. And so I want to agree with what God has set into motion. And what he set into motion, Isaiah 62, we don't have time to go, to go look at it right now, but if you want to go see what it was prophesied from the prophet Isaiah, he prophesied this over Jerusalem, over Israel, and over us as future sons and daughters, that we would be married, 
that he would choose you. Did you know that when Jesus drank from the cup, it was his way to ask you for your hand in marriage? We got to get that this morning. <laughs> like how many of you out here have proposed before? All right. And you, you basically were saying, I, I choose you. I want to do this with you and no one else the rest of my life. Can I just say, God, through Jesus, when he took that cup right there in the garden, and he, 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 made, he made this statement, he said, if there's another way, may this pass. There's a whole bunch we could unpack here. May this cup pass, but he said, not my will, but yours be done. Why? Because he knew the will of the Father from the beginning of time, that we would be one with him, that we would be married with him, that we would be his sons and daughters. Amen? So what does this have to do with God will make a way when there seems like no way? I got to go back to the original plan. It's always been about me and him together. And so he's going to make a way when there seems not no way because why? He set this plan into motion and it's to bring glory to his son, listen, and to advance the kingdom that no, not one would miss out. Do you know why Jesus hasn't returned yet? Timothy says it. He is patient, not wanting any to suffer. Did you know the gospels teach that hell was not created for any man or any woman? It was created for Satan and his demons. It was. That's why we've got to get this plan out in front of others so they can say yes to Jesus too. No one is beyond the reach or beyond the voice of God. Woo! Somebody say God is good. God is good. All right, Colossians 1. We gotta, we, I got to get over there real quick because I want to show you Colossians 1. So when we realize who he is, all right, and it's not just what he does. He loves to fulfill his word, but this is who he is. God will make a way when there seems like no way. I want to show you in Colossians 1, when we step into this and we walk in the fullness of this, and this is why the enemy doesn't want us to, to walk in these things. Look at uh, Colossians 1, 21. I'm going to start there. Even though you were once distant from him, Living in the shadows of your evil thoughts and actions, he reconnected you back to himself. He released his supernatural peace to you through the sacrifice of his own body as the sin payment on your behalf so that you would dwell in his presence. And now there is nothing between you and Father God, for he sees you as holy, flawless, and restored. Amen? That's what Jesus came to accomplish. When Jesus said it was finished, all right, he said, I'm fulfilling every vow. And you and I, instead of rejecting this plan, can we just receive the fullness of it? And watch this. Let's just make it simple. God, if you said it, I believe it, and we're going to do it together, and you're going to get glory for it. You want a slogan for the new year? God, when you say it, I'm going to believe it, and we're going to do it, and you're going to get glory for it. Amen? Because he'll make a way when there seems like no way. So watch this. In uh, verse 28 and 29, so, um, or actually verse 27, so living within you is Christ who floods you with the expectation of glory. This mystery of Christ embedded within us becomes a heavenly treasure chest of hope. We are filled, y'all, with the hope of glory. The answer to the problems in the world we have, his name is Jesus. And let me say to you, we are the ones who get to tell his story filled with hope. 
with the riches of his glory for his people. And God wants everyone to know it. So Christ, Paul writes, is our message. We preach to awaken hearts and bring every person into the full understanding of truth. It has become my inspiration and passion in ministry to labor with a tireless intensity with his power flowing through me to present every believer the revelation of being his perfect one in Jesus. See, here's the, here's the deal, y'all. When we realize, all right, he has a plan. He's already fulfilled that plan, all right? He is the one who will make a way when there is no way. And I realize who he is. Now I know who I am. Guess what? The only way I want to spend the rest of my life is presenting this good news to others. So what? They can enter into the King of Kings and Lord of Lords too by what? The blood of Jesus. Y'all, can I just tell you in the presence of the king is the absence of the enemy, if you know a marriage in trouble, a family in trouble, or if you know a situation's in trouble, can I just tell you, you're praying for them, you're interceding for them, you're encouraging them, all right, is the fulfillment of God's plan. I want to say it this way. God will not only make a way when there seems like no way, I want to say you're part of that way. Do you hear me? You're part of that way. Y'all, we've got to see ourselves the way God sees us. He poured the Holy Spirit of God inside of us. He breathed the Holy Spirit of God inside of us. So when you stand in front of a hopeless situation, you're not hopeless. You're filled with hope. His name is glory, amen? And I get to take out the word of God, just like Paxton did this morning. We get to sing over Priscilla, agreeing that the plan that God set into place, Jesus is fulfilling, and we get to agree with it. So when my third grade daughter, Paige, when we moved to Vernon's, the new kid, and over the first few weeks, she doesn't want to go to school because she's being bullied, and our flesh, mom and our, our, our flesh responds, all right, oh, yeah, we're going to make a way. We, we don't care how God, you're going to make a way. I'm going to make a way, all right? And we set up the principal meetings, the teacher meetings. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Our response is, what, in the flesh, which is only going to damage and hurt this bully even more, when all of a sudden I realize what if the way that God has made is through us, all right, that, that, that season of our daughter being bullied is our introduction to a girl named Kiki who just needs to be recognized and loved and prayed for and invited into our home so that she can see the doors open for her too. Now we're meddling a little bit, aren't we? But is that not the kingdom? Will we stop seeing the problems that come into our home, something that we have to fix in the flesh? And will we start welcoming them, welcoming them in the name of Jesus, realizing, God, how can we open a door for the one who brought that problem in? Let's start by praying for your plan and purpose over their life. So when a senior boy comes knocking and my daughter's a freshman, any dad know what I'm talking about? You know, and my flesh says, heck No. Because I know he's got a reputation. But the Lord says, but Tommy, will you trust me? And we still put, set up healthy boundaries and those type things so that they would date within our home, little knowing that this boy, Josh, whose father had passed when he was nine years old in a car wreck when he was in the car with him, had got angry at God. And here's he is a, a teenager acting out and doing things of the world. But God had a bigger plan than me in the flesh going, oh, no, you don't. Let me introduce you to Smith & Wesson or whatever, you know. <laughs> when all along, listen to me, God 
is the way maker. He's the miracle worker. He's the promise keeper. Someone helped open the door a little brighter. His name is Jesus for you. It was an invitation for Lana and I to love a young man with all our heart, with all our soul, the way the Lord loved us. And on my back porch, two months into that dating relationship, that young man broke down and let God heal his broken heart. And now, listen, he got his degree in counseling so that he can help other kids going through traumatic experiences point them to Jesus. We got to start seeing things the way the Father sees them. He is the way maker, and he'll make a way when there seems like there is no way. And I want to say, if we will realize that's who he is, that's what he does, and many times, I would say more times than not, he wants to use us. I want Lana to come. She's going to share a testimony about how God made a way when there seemed like no way in our um, journey to adopt Mia. And so we all welcome my beloved bride. I love you. We adopted Mia uh, when she was almost two and a half. Hi, Mia. <laughs> um, and in those, so those first couple of years, she missed out. Um, oh, sorry. I've got a piece of gum in my mouth. <laughs> sorry. Okay. No, I swallowed it. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. God will make a way. <laughs> um, we, those first couple of years, she missed out on a lot of key developmental factors for her growth. Um, two of those things that I want to talk about this morning are the rocking and holding and learning to make eye contact. These things aren't just for, you know, bonding and to help a baby feel safe and comforted. They're actually really key um, and important steps, important building blocks for our brains, uh, for other things in life. And so Mia missed out on these things. Now, her brain was already, um, had already experienced a lot of damage and trauma. We wouldn't find out how thoroughly that was until later. But um, in that moment, she missed out on, on a lot of that those first couple of years. So when we brought her home, uh, I just decided, you know what? I, her whole story has been about, about, about um, redemption and, because God's the redeemer. And so I just chose to believe that he could redeem those moments for her. He could redeem things that were taken from her in those early years of her life. And so we began to be intentional about rocking her and trying to make eye contact. So every day I would sit down and rock. Now, I don't know when the last time you tried to rock a two-and-a-half-year-old. Um, it's not uh, the sweet little coddling the baby uh, when they're flailing and trying to go all over the place, but we did it. And all, all of those times, all of those moments, we could have chosen to ask why or believe what we were seeing, which was not always much progress. And we could see the things that weren't happening instead of choosing to believe that God was doing something greater than what we could see. So we chose to believe the greater. We chose to thank him for what we couldn't see yet. And so one day, I'm sitting in the floor, rocking her, trying to make eye contact. And all of a sudden, she just relaxed and looked at me and didn't stop looking at me. And for almost a minute, 
we sat there and held one another's gaze, and she looked intently at me and was still. Because my God is a way maker. Because my God redeems what was stolen. A couple of years ago, me as 11 now, a couple of years ago, almost two years ago, we found out from some doctors that Mia's brain is not only damaged, it's completely and thoroughly damaged. Um, this still makes me cry. <laughs> uh, basically, they told us that medically, scientifically, uh, physically, it is impossible, impossible for her to be doing any of what she's doing. Medically, physically, scientifically, she should be a vegetable. We were told that she would probably never walk or talk, but she walks and talks a lot. <laughs> she laughs and she learns, and all of these things are impossible with man. But God does the impossible. So this doctor who is a believer, he told us, I know that you know your daughter's a miracle, but what you need to understand is that everything she does, every time she does it, is a miracle. It's a miracle that she got out of bed this morning. It's a miracle that she got herself dressed, brushed her teeth, and is sitting here today. A couple of days ago, Mia drew this picture. She cut out, she drew and cut out the flower and glued it on. She drew and cut out the leaves and the grass. And she did this completely unprompted, just created this little picture all by herself. And she was so proud because God is a redeemer. I want you to look at this picture. Every time you see Mia bouncing around here, maybe trying to jump out and scare one of you. She loves to do that, especially to our pastor. <laughs> I want you to be reminded of the things that you're still praying for, that you're still thanking Jesus for, that haven't happened yet, but they can because he's a redeemer. He's a redeemer. Can we celebrate the faithfulness of God? Amen. Yeah. Um, some of the, one of the words we heard over Mia when we first brought her into our home, because we, we're, we're, we believe, and I'm going to get us to do this here in a moment, we're, we, uh, we know there's power in our agreement. So we can either agree with what God says or what the accuser says. And when Mia came into our home and we knew she had a lot of, um, you know, just physical um, things, we could either focus on that or we could focus on what God said. And he said, you just brought in a double measure of joy into your house. And those of you who know Mia, would you give a testimony that she is a double measure of joy? Because that's what God says. Yeah. I'm going to ask the worship team to come up. I got a front row seat for watching Lana. I don't know if you know what uh, your name means. Lana's name means light. 
Well, how many of you know that Jesus is the light of the world and that when you have him, him in you, then you become a reflection of that light? And your eyes are a window to your soul. The testimony she gave, I saw that from the, from, I watched, I mean, weeks go by where she just, Lana was intentional when the gaze finally came. And I believe that the light of God entered in, the healing of God entered in through Lana's eye gate, all right? Remember, we're going to open the door in 2020 wider so others can see that they're welcome to come in too. And that the light and love of God went into Mia and has begun this process of healing in Jesus' name ever since. We were running this past week. I got some good friends that we run. And what I love about our runs is we pray. We pray for our wives. We pray for our children. We pray for our pastor. We pray for our church, our community. We pray for each other. And one of uh, um, our guys had shared that on New Year's Eve, one of their family members encouraged them that every person go around and speak out one name that you, you want for the new year that lines up with your first name. And so he, he invited us to do that. And so we were like, God, what word are you speaking over us for this new year that we can share with each other and so we can come into agreement with what God says? Amen? How many of you know that you just need to be reminded that God will make a way when there seems like no way? And it goes back to his word. So here's my challenge to every family in the room. All right? And somebody take the initiative today before you go to bed tonight and share with your family what word is God speaking over your life for this new year. And then find a scripture. Maybe you don't have the scripture as soon as you get the word, but be diligent. God will show you. Because let his word always back up what you hear him say. And so our family spread out. So we did this with our family. And mine's triumphant. Lana's is learner. Mia's is mighty. JC is joyful. Her fiance is acceptance. Um, Paige is passionate. And Josh is justice. So it connects our family, even though we're spread out. In your home, display those things. Like, I'm serious. Put them on the fridge. Put them on your door frames. What are we doing? We're acknowledging, God, you're going to make a way when there seems like no way. And you're reminding me, you gave me this word. So if you gave me this word, what does he love to do? Fulfill his word. Amen? Amen. So I want us just to bow our head and close our eyes just where we are. I'm going to ask the ministry team just to go ahead and start to come forward. The reason why I gave you that challenge at the end, I just believe that the, the word of God is applicable. It's practical. But we got to be willing to ask. And so I want to give you just a moment before we enter into just a time of invitation. Ask the Lord right now. And if it doesn't start with your, the first letter or your first name, that might be harder for some. That's fine. Just ask him. God, when you see me, what do you see? Let him mark you and seal you with words of life right now. Hmm. So I'm going to tell you, just one word from God can change everything. And then share this with your family later. You guys just have a moment where you come together and just agree with each other and, and literally just display them in your home what God says over each other. Because then when the next argument comes, and I'm not saying you use these to manipulate or against each other. I'm saying we use these to remind ourselves this is what God says. So God, thank you that you're speaking words all over this place. And that as you do, God, you're making a way when there seems like no way. And God, 
right now, if, if you're in this room and you just need a miracle, you need to see a promise fulfilled. You just need to see your way magnified and lightened again. I want you to know there's some ministry teams here. There's an altar here. Will you just take a step of faith this morning and just trust him and come into agreement and let people lay their hands on you and pray for you? And maybe you just do that right there in your seats. And the final invitation is this. If you don't know Jesus, I got good news for you. Today's the day of salvation. It says that if any man would confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, he will be saved. And then if you would acknowledge me before man, I would acknowledge you before heaven. What better way to begin the new year than to just take a step of faith, come down, pray to receive Christ, and then share with this church family, I am giving my life to Jesus. Hmm. Because he's always had a plan. And I want to stop rejecting that plan for my life. And I want to receive all of it. So whatever it is God's moving your heart to do, we're going to give you a moment to respond. Let's stand as the body of Christ. God, we love you. We bless you. God, thank you that you're so good and so faithful. And so we just want our hearts to move as you move our hearts this morning. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from the Church at Bushland. We exist to help people know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. We hope you will stay connected by following the ministry on Facebook and Instagram, by using the Church at Bushland, and on Twitter by using at TCA Bushland.